Oh, hey God, guys, this is intimidating. Go ahead, Welcome girl. to the uh, Back Porch Podcast. Today we uh, will introduce ourselves. I am uh, Spicy Hal, and it's short for Spicy Jalapeno. My friend over here is Mitz. Mitz here. Mitz in the house on the porch. We. <laughs> it's in the house on the porch. Are part of a lady gang that will soon to be hopefully famous in Louisiana in Lafayette. It's famous in our world. It's very famous. A few quick things about our lady gang. We uh, enjoy environmental responsibility. Very important. We enjoy gardening. We enjoy friendships and ties. We like lifting each other up, and we appreciate equality and representation for everybody. All the good things. But today, we'll be talking about some of the positive self and community growth opportunities this quarantine has presented us. I know that it's been difficult for everybody, but there's the good to be found within it as well. So, Mitz has been talking to me about a book she started reading recently. Yes. Well, I've had it since since Christmas. It's called Gutsy Women. It's a collaborative effort between Hillary Clinton and her daughter Chelsea Clinton, and it gives it pays homage to women throughout history. Um, but not just that, it goes into their personal history as well with the the unsung heroes, their teachers, grandmothers, mothers. It's really good. It's really good. I've only like gotten through the second chapter. First chapter was um Harriet Tubman. Are we having sound difficulties? Yeah. We're good? We're good? Harriet Tubman was the first one. Um, second one, they they showcased a couple of ballerinas. Anna Pavlova, uh, another chick from the early 1900s. I can't remember. But all the way up to like the 60s and 70s with um, Victoria Johnson, I think her name was. Anyway, it's really good. It's really good. It's a good, it's, it's a good look into history, but also um, paying homage to our ladies, you know? So... That's what I've been doing with some of my time. What about you? Absolutely. Um, And I just kind of want to like take a second to talk about, you said teachers. Yes. Because the teachers have such a hard, hard job ahead of them right now. Well, right now going on, like as, as we speak, you know, especially those that are still active, those that are still active, like whether, and I'm sure it's all online stuff, you know, Um, but also too the parents that are staying at home with their children and also having to oversee their education, too. I can't imagine. I saw, look, I saw a video the other day. Um, um, I saw a video the other day of a lady. She was acting like she was, she was sitting at her table. She was acting like she was praying. And it was all about, it was all about, like, life in quarantine. And one <laughs> of the things that she mentioned was, she's like, Lord, the devil of common core has infiltrated our house. Please send down your angels of the carryover method. She's like, because there's nothing. It was hilarious. It was, but it's true, especially with common core math. The way that we were, I mean, even I, the way that we were taught, it, it's completely different. So whenever the kid has a question, <laughs> mom and pop can't answer, you know, or they, they have the answer, but it, they're being told a, taught a totally different way so i can't imagine the frustration for both parent and kid alike and teachers not being there face to face so shout out to the teachers out there shout out to the teachers i mean they need to be they shout out to the parents too yeah but our teachers need to be shouted at all the time all the time nicely yes nicely in in a in a nice way yeah speaking of teachers Mm -hmm. i would like to uh draw everyone's attention to 
an AOC program that is currently on air as well, you should watch uh, Learning on the Table. Learning on the Table? What is that? Leaning on the Table. No, that is a no. note. Skip, our sound director, told us to watch us leaning on the table because it's sounding through the mic. That's not... <laughs> <laughs> all right guys but nice way i thought there was an educational program out there that would help our students and help our teachers and help our parents <laughs> did you cut us off yeah okay. that's great all so right. we're gonna do our best to not lean on the table so you're not hearing a bunch of thumpity thump through the whole thing that was <laughs> but if anybody wants to start a podcast called learning on the table <laughs> AOC is a wonderful place for community media involvement in education, media awareness, media literacy. Um, memberships are $30 a month, $35 a month, a year. I'm sorry, a year. That's even better. Skip. Skip has all the info. Do you want to no, inform people? No, he wants to be a, a okay. silent partner. So speaking, continuing on. We want to uh, continue to talk about all the wonderful things. Uh, find the good and the bad of this quarantine. Staying positive. Staying positive. Because watching the news, I mean, we do need to stay on top of facts. It's extremely important. Um, but it's exhausting. After a while, it gets so exhausting. And there are some good things still going on in the world that need to be talked about, There's too. And for our own mental health, like, let's, let's, you know, stay informed of what's going on. But also... Let's let's keep our spirits up too and recognize the good things that are going on as well. Absolutely. Which is the whole point of this particular podcast. Um, yeah. So speaking of what I've been doing with my time, tell us how. This, I will. I'm going to tell you right now. I have decided to start plant swapping. With plant my swapping. How's that going? It's great. It's great. Have, what plants have you gotten? So I just got some lemon balm from a wonderful neighbor. Uh, who lives over in the St. Streets. Um, and we... Now, was it given or was it stolen? Uh, it was given. It was given. It would sound cooler if it was stolen. <laughs> That's okay. And um, so, in turn, I gave a mint plant. That's fun. I like that. And also, didn't you... You had some kale, like, completely taking over your garden out here. Didn't you have a, a neighbor that came and picked it up for her tortoise? Her tortoise. That's so sweet. And listen. Did I drop out? No? Okay. So, yes. So she, um, she, she came and got this kale for her tortoise. And it was the most beautiful thing. And then another neighbor actually came and got uh, some kale for her and her partner mm -hmm. to have kale chips with. I don't like Sounds kale. disgusting. If any of you wonderful viewers out there have a wonderful recipe, listeners out there have a wonderful recipe... For some kale. That's Skip back here who, uh, correcting Jess on the sidelines. <laughs> then I would love to, to know it because I do not know what to do with kale. Kale's not my thing. It's, you yeah. know, not my thing. It's kind of I don't mind green things, but that's just one that I've never been a fan of. But I've gotten into some gardening as well. I've never planted anything in my life, ever. I mean, I've been given a couple of succulents, but even I managed to kill those. It's just because I don't care about them. But planting, like, especially vegetables and stuff that I can actually utilize, I've always wanted to do. And something about the whole quarantine 
pandemic thing going on, I think what inspired me to actually just do it is like to be self-sufficient, even though by the time these things are ripe to pick, hopefully this thing is gone and, you know, it's blown over. But yeah, yeah. And I've always heard that it's extremely rewarding and therapeutic, but yeah, so planting my herbs and tomorrow I'm tilling up some soil and got to plant some veggies. So what herbs did you plant? I planted... I planted some parsley, oregano, chives. What else? Oh, some green onions. I know that's not an herb, but I did plant those. Nice. Um, yeah, so I'm going to be, yeah, I'm going to be doing that tomorrow. I've never done this before. My neighbor has like a tiller that, like a, a motorized tiller that I'm going to no. use. Yeah, I'm getting in there. I'm getting. It may turn out like shit. But I'm going to try. And just the idea of it gives me a certain amount of fulfillment. Like, I'm doing it. I'm going to try, you know? I remember I uh, growing up in West Virginia, I grew up on a farm. Mm-hmm. And my grandpa had this huge farm. And we always used to till. And mm-hmm. it was not motorized, unfortunately. And we would have to just, like, run through with this giant, you know, like, metal thing. I mean, is this thing, like, hooked up to a horse? Like, you're shoving it in the ground hooked up to a Pretty horse? Much, yeah. Like, pretty much? Like, a horse? Did you... Because I, I have an image in my head of you with the thing, like, sh- you know what I'm talking about. I know what you're the talking thing about. The thing with the handles, it goes into the ground, it's, and that's it's, what it it's looks like, strapped yeah. to a horse. Yeah. We had donkeys. You had donkeys? Donkeys. Oh, my God. Donkeys are amazing animals. So, did you enjoy it? Did you, did you enjoy it. farming? I did. I know it's hard work. It's I heard very it's hard extremely work. hard work. But I can imagine it also being rewarding. It's so rewarding. Yeah. Um, And so... Once you are able to pick those green beans mm-hmm. and you sit and you snap them and you get the veins out of them mm-hmm. and you do that with your grandpa all day, mm-hmm. your hands are tired, they're green, but then you've talked about things. Yeah. It's wonderful. And you have memories. Yeah. I've always liked the idea of like living and working on a farm, but the aspect of it that I absolutely could not deal with is the animal part of it. Because <laughs> if I had any cow, any pig, chickens. Give it birth. Well, I mean, that even would, that wouldn't be the problem. It, it's like what you use them for. You have to send them off to slaughter or do it yourself. I just can't. I can't. Any any kind of animal, if I ended up with a farm that had animals on it, they would end up with names. I would pet them. I'd be like, here's a special serving of slop today, Wilbur. You know, it's, it's I difficult. couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't. So have you, like, have you killed a chicken before? I've like killed multiple like chickens you, Do you do, like, the te- the ring-its-neck technique? You or... can. You can just chop it off, too. Oh, my gosh. it's It sounds crazy. Do they keep moving afterwards? They'll flop around. It's taking a really dark turn. I know. Okay, so positive okay. things. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but also, you know, it's good to know where your, your food comes from, I think. Absolutely. That's another positive. No pesticides. Like, I know exactly where it's coming from. And also, I'm all about organic, but ideally... It's expensive. Like it is. It's really expensive. If you want to constantly keep organic things in your house, it comes with a price. It's unbelievably expensive. <clears throat> I mean, downtown Jefferson Street, mm-hmm. it's a food desert. Too. Right. Talking about that, mm-hmm. you know, how can our lower income, you know, people or right. a homeless population, how can they possibly have access to fresh vegetables? Right. Or right. You know, fresh meat. Well, they don't. That that that's it's kind of like I think I would assume. I really don't know the ins and outs of like the soup kitchens and stuff that we have in Lafayette, <clears throat> but I can't imagine it's top shelf stuff. You know, 
I wouldn't think so. Um, but anyway, talking about uh, meat. What about meat? Have you seen Tiger King? I have. You haven't though, right? I've not seen Tiger King, but I've read about it. But you've also you you have been a follower of this. What's her name? Um, Carol Baskins. Carol Baskins. You've watched. You've been you've been following this woman for before the show came out, right? I want to appreciate what Big Cat Rescue does. Her? So, <laughs> do you still get that? So you've heard the intro. Hey, all you little cat and kittens out there. That sounds like something I would say. That's something that she says. Yeah, and it, it's I hate it. I. I so I don't, I don't trust her. I don't. <laughs> I really don't. And like I, I was saying earlier, it's nothing I can like really hang my hat on. Like nothing is, nothing concrete, but just a gut instinct. There is something about this woman I don't trust. I don't. And I know that she's portraying like she's doing a good thing. And I'm sure she has done some good things, but I think it's a little bit more nuanced than that. I think that she, maybe not now, but has done some shady shit yeah. to do with the cats and also her husband. <laughs> we don't know. Sardine oil. Oh, sardine oil. Oh, you heard about that with I the think. shoes? The, the shoes? What about the shoes? Okay, you need to watch the show. You need to watch Explain the show. Explain to our uh, <laughs> listeners right now who may me have not heard this. Okay, so Tiger King. It's on Netflix. Watch it's it. a. It, yeah, watch it. It's it's crazy. It's fascinating. It's weird. Um, but it's about, mainly it's about this guy named Joe Exotic, not his Christian name. Um, and he is, uh, it's about big cat lovers. Like, not that they love cats in a big way, but large cats. I bet they love them in a big way. I think they do. I think they do. But, um... Yeah, and it's about their their life. So it's it's Joe Exotic. It's this chick. What's her name? I always forget her name. Carol Baskins. Carol Baskins. That bitch. She's crazy. She is crazy. She's got that crazy look in her eye. I, I don't mean to keep harping on Carol Baskins, but I, d I don't trust her. Mm -hmm. And there's a third guy. I forget his name as well. Horrible memory. But he has like the nicer reserve zoo, whatever you want to call it, with all these big cats. And it's about all three of their lifestyles, but mainly focus on Joe Exotic and how Carol Baskins down in Florida is always going after Joe Exotic, thinking that he's <laughs> he's doing horrible things to these cats, breeding them. And it's 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 a it's a fascinating watch. <clears throat> it's crazy. It's funny. Um, there it's, was a country music stint. Oh, my God. The music videos. Joe Exotic's music videos are <laughs> horribly fabulous or fabulously horrible, however you want to put that. It's what, what you're looking at me, which way? The second way? It's, it's good. It's hilarious. So, yeah, give it a watch. Give it a watch. Yeah. I you know, one thing we didn't discuss before we started this is bathroom breaks. Uh oh. Yeah. Mitts. Yeah, it's the, it's the white claw. Ew. It's in my bladder. Ain't no laws mm -mm. when you're drinking claws. White claw. So, yeah, Product just to give you a picture of what's going clothes. on out here, we're sitting on the back porch of Hal's house, six feet apart, of course, but we've got our white claw. Respect the government warnings about COVID. Yes, yes, please do. So, I'm going to, Skip, you want to get on this? I got to I gotta pee. So, he's shaking his head with a, a vigorous no. I'll, I'll be quick. You talk about stuff. I'll talk to you guys for a minute. So, talking about Big Cat Rescue... There is a large, large exotic pet trade. 
And then, uh, unfortunately, most of the time, this is not uh, regulated. And so your state will have, you know, various licenses and, you know, things like that that you have to uh, get in order to have an exotic pet. However, it does not ensure the safety of the pet. And so if any of you guys out there are thinking about, hey, there's a savannah cat or there's, you know, uh, a serval, please, please, please do your research. Um, these animals are unfortunately bred uh, in high demand, but they also deserve the best lives. Just like we're talking about right now, the best lives that we can have during, you know, this kind of time on lockdown. Um, and the animals deserve that as well. Absolutely. All right, all you cats and kittens. Oh, my God. <laughs> we're back from our break. Like nails on a chalkboard. I hate it. So talking about animals who have been bred to uh, to be a life in captivity, unfortunately, mm -hmm. we might all be thinking that we are in a life of captivity. However, that's not true. Um, I think that there are a lot of positive things that we can take from this time. Self-growth, self-reflection, um, all these things. Take advantage and, of the time that we have on our hands. Absolutely. To do the things that we're like, I'm going to do that one day. I'm going to do that one day. Well, you know what? We got a lot Mitz, of time on our hands. Have you been making teddy bears? Not yet, but I will be. I will be. So tell us about that. So I love this. And I originally I thought it was just in Louisiana, but apparently it's nationwide. The teddy bear is being put in the window for parents to be able to get their kids out of the house but keep them a safe distance from people. People are putting teddy bears in their windows for a scavenger hunt for these kids. How nice is that? It is so adorable. It's so cute. So we hung up a bear um, just yesterday. And, oh, that's the sound of goodness. Um, like law product placement. <laughs> right? No? Can't say that. Cut Can't that out. That. Okay. We didn't mean it. It's white Paul. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. So... It's a really, really cute idea. So I, I've asked my friends, anybody that's wanting a little homemade bear, we're going to be making a few bears mm -hmm. to give to people to put in their windows. So the idea is it's going to be based off of a template that my elementary school teacher gave us uh, for Christmas tree ornaments. So we're going to be using the same pattern for that. And um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to make them, spray them down with disinfectant, leave them out on the porch, and then shoot you guys a text and let you know whenever they're ready. Y'all can just come pick one up. We're also making um, masks, like washable cloth masks that some of them are, we're going to be donating to the clinic that my mom works at, as well as other facilities as well, but also to be able to use personally, you know, because <clears throat> eventually we will have to go to the store, you know? Right. So... Um, it's just taking all precautions. And also, too, we're going to be putting um, a floral wire right at the nose. You know what I'm talking about? So you can actually form fit it to your nose. Most of the things, like most of the homemade stuff, you don't have that. So you have an area between uh, your cheek and your nose that's fully exposed. And you're, you're getting unfiltered air mm. coming through that section. So to make it as safe as possible... We're going to put some wire right at the brim of the nose so you can form fit it to your nose. It's as effective as possible. I love so. seeing all this, uh, all these things that people in the communities are just, you know, rallying around yeah. and like just coming together to create with right. what they have. Um, and it's not just Lafayette because Lafayette does have a wonderful sense of community. We wonderful. really do. That's one of the reasons why I fell in love with Lafayette. But you're seeing it all over the world, too, um, which is 
one of the positive things that we want to talk about during this crazy, Absolutely. crazy time. So humanity is alive. It is. It is. And, you know, what's sad is it does take something traumatic like this in order for us to see it. But this stuff does happen on a daily basis. It really does. People are nice to each other. Um, but what gets aired on TV, what gets aired on the news most of the time, and it's important things, but it's also almost always things. negative. It's Absolutely. always it's almost always negative. And I was really inspired by John Krasinski. That's how you say his last name? Krasinski. Um, he did like a stay at home special just highlighting good things that are going on in the world. He's so adorable and so sweet. And it was it was a good thing that it was a good break. Like it was a good break in just the nonstop bad yes. Crazy the scary, numbers going anxiety. up. Yes, yes. Absolutely. So yeah. There are good things going on and there are also things that you can control that makes things good. Make it good for yourself. Cause I can only imagine, I was thinking about people that live by themselves having to stay isolated. I'm the type of person I need people. Like I need people. You're kind of crazy. Yep. I am. I can't, I'll get sad. I will get sad. I'll end up watching terms of endearment and crying <laughs> for half an hour. And sometimes that's good, you know, but <laughs> not when you're by yourself nonstop 24 <laughs> seven. So if you have all that time on your hands and you happen to be somebody like me that needs people, reach out to your family, utilize Zoom. Um, your friends. Yeah. Talk your communities. To your, friends. your folk groups that you're in. You know, if you like anime, get online. Talk to your anime friends. You know, get on your PlayStation or and do talk those to projects, the people that you play games with. Do those things that you've always said, one day I'm going to do this. Like planting a garden or I'm finally going to read that book or let me take up yoga. I've been walking a lot. I've been walking more. Yeah. yeah. And I've only been like really out of work for four days now. But it's just the idea of I can't go anywhere. And really just trying to use the amount of time to the best that, that I can. Absolutely. And also keeping the mindset too, whenever this is all over, and it will be, it will be. At, at one point it's going to go over. But keeping the same mindset to utilize your time wisely and for healthy, good things um yeah so and there's also absolutely no pressure i think to be productive to do these things if you want to lay in bed and play animal crossing all day do it do enjoy it it. do Do something nice for yourself Um, watch all the documentaries all of the document i mean yeah not just tiger King. king tiger king's good but there are also so many other good documentaries i'll suggest uh wild china is a really Wild great China. Docu- it's a BBC with uh, David Attenborough as oh, the best best comment. Well, but not commentator. What do you call him? Um, is a commentator or voice? Not voiceover. Commentator. Narrator. Narrator. Okay. Yeah. Sure. That works. Um, or any of the BBC uh, documentaries. You know, the Wild Planet. <gasps> I'm obsessed with Wild Planet. I look. If I feel like I'm about to nap, like I'm tired and I want to take a nap, you put Wild Planet. Right I put on. our planet on. Definitely. His. His voice is so soothing. Also, this the, the guy from the original Forensic Files, even though he's talking about like dead bodies and stuff, something is really <laughs> soothing about his voice. That's too. why we call you Mints. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and they're beautiful. I watched one the other day um, that it was it was exploring the rainforest. Um, also, good facts on there too about what's going on with our planet. Absolutely, they're scientific facts. Please don't ignore them. They're the real deal. Um, it showed this bird and part of the mating, like how he would, how he would attract the female bird. He put on this dance 
and he what he would do first, he would clear his dance floor. That's that's Ooh, what Mr. Attenborough said. He's clearing his dance floor, and he diligently takes up all the leaves, the sticks, Ooh. everything. We um, need more uh, <clears throat> more uh, men like this in our lives, right? I'm joking. It's beautiful. Anyway, we appreciate the men in here. It's this black bird, and he's got these this beautiful these pretty little feathers that are on top of his head and he and he's like flattened it's it's a it's fabulous i'm so excited about it's this. amazing and also the music that they play behind it is almost like this i don't know i don't know how to describe it but he's truly showing off in a beautiful way it's nothing like <laughs> i've ever seen before it's it does those are really good and also really informative too also so, if you guys uh, are stuck inside and you want to bring back mating dances check out our planet in your front yards just make sure that you have clothes on i, I would love it. if that were like implemented in human beings lives that that's what men had to do mating dances to <laughs> to to catch our attention i guess they do in their own way it's just different i mean peacocking 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 um poppycock so also <laughs> poppycock Thank it's, you. A, it's a word that's not used enough I it's think. a great word yeah so also um talking about you know, things that you can do to give back to the to the community mm-hmm. that you live in. I woke up this morning um, because probably like you and everybody who's listening right now, I've got some anxiety about this. Mm-hmm. It's been difficult. And so I wake up and I just feel heartburning. I feel anxious, yeah. right? And so I woke up this morning and over coffee, I started making a homemade hand sanitizer mm-hmm. to leave out on the porch for our mail carriers for mm-hmm. our delivery drivers, um, for people who have to absolutely put their families and themselves at risk right. to be out. You're one of those jobs. essential workers. They still have to get up every day and do their job. And I want you all to know that we appreciate the work that you absolutely. do. You absolutely. You guys are very appreciated. Um, and so I think one thing that I've taken from this is that caring about others and also understanding how you're feeling throughout all of this is is important and if you need to reach out to people do it right and even if it's through making things teddy bears masks hand sanitizer um logging on to playstation playing animal crossing you know something like that human connection human connection Mm -hmm. right um because that's what's crazy about this virus is that there should be no human if you're doing it right there should be no human connection whatsoever um and i think that that if you are doing it right, you are caring not just about, it's not just about you. It's about the other people that you could potentially come in contact with. And as so, Ian Malcolm in Jurassic Park said, life uh, always finds, finds a, way. a way. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Jeff Goldblum, I love you. <laughs> Shout out to Jeff Goldblum. Shout out to Jeff if you're listening right now. I'd love that. He is a sexy man, isn't he? He's the best man. He's a sexy guy. If anybody uh, wants to... Something about Jeff Goldblum. You just just uh, Google Jeff Goldblum reading tweets about himself. It'll make you... I'm not saying... <laughs> it'll make you feel good. Oh, my gosh. Um, but getting a little serious, one of my uh, favorite authors, she's a Native American uh, Appalachian author, Mary Lou Abiakta, says that we uh, are all a part of a web. And so what affects one strand affects us all. And I think that's a really great idea to take with us as we continue on through this. Not only do you protect yourself in hopes of protecting other people, but you understand that your actions can 
Directly affect somebody else. And to positively infect somebody else. Right. Infect. That's the bad word. But affect somebody else. Right. You know, um, and I think that, I think those are really important things to take with us. Absolutely. Absolutely. So try not to get bogged down in the negative of it all. Because it is a negative thing. It's a bad thing. Um, You know, people are dying. People are getting sick. Um, And it's in our face 24-7. So try to look at the positives, try to be positive, try to make positive actions, whether for yourself or others or both, ideally do both. Um, And we'll get through this. Absolutely. We'll absolutely get through this. And we are together. And there's a lady gang over here in Lafayette. Holler at us if you want to join. You holla (laughs) if you ever need need some uh, people. Right. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Uh, You should tune in next week to our uh, podcast and who knows what the topic's going to be. We'll see where we're at then. Hopefully not Tiger King. Oh yeah, I'm kind of over it now. Yeah, me too. Yeah. It was an interesting watch, but I'm like Carol Baskins. Carol Baskins. Alright, so